Hello, I'm Levi Hall, and welcome to the Challenge Redditors React Roundtable podcast. I just want to say something at the beginning of this podcast um, to let you all know that we recorded um, last week's podcast, this week's podcast, and next week's podcast all at the same time last week. So you may hear us joking about the uh, Euros game, because obviously we were talking about it before it actually happened. But I think given that we joke about it, I would like to discuss a situation that is no laughing matter. Yes, England lost on penalties. Yes, myself, George, we were very sad along with the rest of the country. But I think it is more important that we bring up the fact that over the last 24 hours, three England footballers, Marcus Rashford, Jaden Sancho and Bakayo Saka have been targeted by online trolls for racial abuse online. Marcus Rashford is a man that has taken on the British government in the middle of the biggest pandemic that this world has ever seen to make sure that young, uh, starving, poverty-stricken children did not go hungry and were able to get the free school meals that they are entitled to. Jaden Sancho has uh, used his money to create a number of football pitches to allow young people to live their dream and play football. Bikayo Saka does so many things for the community in London and is a 19-year-old boy. The three of them took part in a penalty shootout and stepped up and were brave enough in front of the world to take a penalty. No, they didn't score the penalty. Yes, England lost. But the abuse that they have received online is disgusting. Not only the abuse towards them just hate is disgusting but the racial abuse is unforgivable i would like everyone who listens to redditors react to know that here at redditors react we stand against racism we stand against online hate you may hear us joke about challenges you may hear us make comments about challenges that we don't like we don't like their characters we don't hate them as people, we don't wish any harm on them, and we most certainly would never send them abuse directly to them, or even send abuse about them. But as I say, the abuse that these three men received is absolutely disgusting. We stand against online abuse, we stand against racial abuse, and we hope that everyone who listens to our podcast feels the same. So with that said, I'm Levi Hall, and this is The Challenge. Redditors React Roundtable Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the off-season mini-series of the Challenge Redditors React Roundtable Podcast. It is an exciting day. It is Monday, July the 12th. Not only am I out of isolation, not only was it my birthday yesterday, but there was a very, very big football game. Uh, but before we talk about that, I have got to uh, introduce my co-host. He's uh, the co-host with the most. It's only George. How are you doing, George? I'm a little bit hungover from the game, Levi, but um, very, very happy. I had a fucking cracking time. Football, real winner there. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
we're gonna have to edit this one too, aren't we? Keeping that in. And do you know yeah. what? Do you know what my was my favourite part about the game? You know that moment when he got the ball and he took it round that player, and then he, he kicked it, and then. You, you didn't know what was going to happen. And then it happened. And you were like, oh, my God, I did not expect that to happen. And just the scoreline at the end was so unexpected. Or was it expected? Who knows? It could have been both. I, I've either either. won or lost a lot of money. And I can't tell which one it is. I know. And I think, to be honest, like, I was so happy last night. I cried. But I could have been crying because I was sad as well um, with the result. It's It's hard to tell. Um, when you record a podcast a week early, um, Brian, how did you <laughs> save us? You know what? I had a good week. It was a, it was a wild week. You know, um, I won the lottery, so I'm I'm incredibly rich now. Um, I did watch the soccer match you guys are referring to, and I felt similar. Um, I was <laughs> I I honestly could not believe that I didn't watch soccer for that entire week leading up to it. I spent that whole week not watching it. What did I do? I wasted so much time. That was insane. When he over in the corner, you guys know what I'm talking about. When he yeah, did the, yeah, the you remember that? With Nuts. the bull. Nuts. Honestly, one of the most marveling athletic feats I've ever witnessed in person. Oh, I was there too, by the way. I was at the, I was at the pitch. <laughs> oh, because you won the, the lottery, so you could afford yeah. it. That's, that's exactly right. That's and, exactly. and yeah, I'm you're a UA for VIP delegate, aren't you? UA for VIP delegate, so you don't have to quarantine. Well, UA, I'm a delegate, but I'm like, it's like a delegate plus thing. You know, there's like Disney and then there's Disney plus, Paramount, Paramount plus, similar thing. I pay $9.99 a month to get like those extra. <laughs> I don't have to I don't you, watch commercials. You used to be you used to be football all access but now you're ua for plus that's right different blue different blue on the ticket yeah yeah and i i think i think that's the amazing thing like you know george and i especially we we were really excited about last night and now mm. we just it's something we really want to talk about but we're not here to talk about the football so the less yeah we can't better. we can't really give details no. that's the thing. and i'll yeah, tell you what this this, this introduction is really not going to work if um England lost on uh, Wednesday last week, you know, after we released. No, last podcast. week. The thing is, it's, it was such a wild week. I barely even remember last week. I barely remember. I was just, I was just full of tequila and, and women. Well, <laughs> you know what it's like, Brian. No, no, no new hot guys. No, no. Well, let's, I, the thing is, is that when the cast list comes out soon, because it is the, what's the 12th hour of a calendar near me. The it's 12th a week now. less than last time we recorded till the, uh, calendar. Oh, that's, yeah, not, not six that's days, right, that's right, that's like you right. said in the outro. Six days. Well, you know, I'm bad. I was an English major. The thing is, is, um, <laughs> I don't know why I can't <laughs> this is not going to land with anyone, but I've enjoyed it. I just want to know when people are going to twig what's actually going on here. One thing I will say is my birthday was great. It was my first day out of isolation. Um, mm -hmm. I did those things with those people that I told you I was going to do. And then I... Um, isolation went fast. That really flew by. <laughs> I know. It was meant to be 10 days, but it felt like five days and then four minutes, which was really interesting. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so I did those things with those people. And then I went to that place um, with my family. Uh, and then I came back and I watched. Oh, you went there? I remember you were telling me about that. I'm glad yeah, you finally got to go. Yeah. It, it was really good. And then obviously, like I said, I watched that match um, with that result, which I was either happy or sad about, or neither, depending on what happened um, the Wednesday after we recorded the last podcast, which, you know, I can neither confirm nor deny the situation there. Welcome to the challenge, Redditors React Roundtable. If you didn't listen last week, oh, you've missed a lot. Um, but. 
there is three of us. Those of you that are used to uh, Redditors React with me, George and I, I nearly said me and George, that would have been terrible grammatical uh, literacy there. Um, we have got our mate TJ's bike, aka Brian here. Um, I've missed you in the last week. It's, it's, it's been so long, but it's gone so quickly. The way that uh, Redditors React Roundtable works is that we have a topic that someone puts to the group and um, ultimately, we just discuss it in a round table format. Um, not very imaginative, but hopefully you enjoy it. George, you've got the topic this week. Um, so why don't you put it forward to us? That sounds like a great plan. Um, but just before that, Brian, I forgot to wish you last week. Happy um, Independence Day. Thank um, you so much. Thank so you. I, it's thank been you, killing me you, all you. week that I didn't wish you that. Um, yeah, I, it, it's been killing me too. I've been texting Levi a lot and they're like, hey, did George not? <laughs> say like what did he was really weird last week that he didn't mention anything to me it's about really hard holiday. it's really hard to get over a breakup mate especially one between two countries um, uh, sorry sorry you pricks i've just said twice it was my birthday yesterday no one's oh, God. <laughs> i was gonna congratulate you on that next week to keep this theme going are you are you trying to say you're more important than america levi is that what you're trying to get at right now it's well, america's I'm, birthday that i'm George sorry because because we're quite obviously recording this on the 12th and not the 5th so my birthday was more recent than independence day but it's well yeah i guess that's a good point <laughs> how was your birthday levi happy you're birthday mate yeah, um, happy birthday, man. Really, for, seriously. For your present and a present for all our listeners, we are going to discuss how would you grow the challenges audience? Nice. Now, that's a really interesting one that you've put to us, George. Sure, I'm still thinking about that football match. Um, <laughs> it's a really interesting one that you put to us because we're almost going at this with a two pronged attack because we're going at it with Brian. Looks like the game yesterday, right? Oh, oh yeah, the, those two attackers. A lot of two-pronged attacks at the game yesterday, for sure, from what I noticed. If anything, though, I think it would have been better if the third prong was attacking as well. But, you know, we're going at this with a uh, two-pronged attack because we've got uh, Brian here, um, who represents the wonderful country of America. Um, and he's yeah. got an eye, you know, the challenge does well over there. It is the number one rated show on cable on a Wednesday night. But then you've got myself and you, George, who are from the UK. It's it's on MTV, allegedly, here in the UK. Um, it's put on a six-week delay, five, six, seven-week delay. So really, I think we can look at this from both sides. So I want to start with you, Brian. I mean, whilst it is a very high-rated show um, in America on cable TV on Wednesday nights, do people actually know about it? Um, people, it's a very weird thing. The normal lifespan of a challenge fan for those that like, like it, but don't like love it. It's like when you're younger, you kind of watch MTV and it's on and you see it. And then you like, know these people, like most people know who CT is. They're not really sure why they know CT. And then you kind of get older and then it becomes more of like, oh, that show's still on or like, I can't believe that's still happening or like, aren't these people like 50 now? And it's like that kind of thing. <laughs> Another version of it is also like, you find challenge fans on accident. Like you randomly, somebody will be wearing like a Johnny Bananas t-shirt. And that's how you know somebody likes the challenge. It's not something you exactly like, 
announced, but it's also like you can't really buy like a challenge hat, you know, like you can represent your favorite sports team or anything like that. So it's a little just more like underground, I guess, um, than you'd think it is. Like people love it, but it's not like a thing. It's not like a very high priority thing in like conversations. It's like, oh, you watch a challenge? Oh, I watch a challenge too. And then it's just kind of like, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, well, I watched it four years ago. I don't actually watch it now. You know, that's it. It, it kind of feels like it's a hidden gem. I was talking to one of my friends today. No, I was talking to one of my friends last Monday. There we go. Um, and she she's a Brit. She lives in Canada. Um, and she was saying, oh, what are you up to tonight? Um, which was obviously last Monday. Um, and I, I said, oh, I'm, I'm recording a podcast. She said, oh, you didn't tell me that you do a podcast. You know, what's your podcast about? So I said, oh, it's about this reality TV show, competition show that I really like. And I sit down with, with lovely like-minded people um, and we discuss it. And we previously did reactions to, to episodes and interviews with cast. And now we're doing like a roundtable off-season thing. Um, and she said, oh, what's the show called? So I told her the challenge. Straight away, she Googled it. She went, it's had 36 seasons. And that seems to be the reaction that I get when I tell people about the show and they see S36 EI1. Do you, did you get a lot of, is that, I'm trying to pose this question. Now, are people receptive to it? Like what's the, what's it's like when you like, so your friend, did she think, oh, it's like a reality show? Is that what she thought of it as? Well, she said the one thing that I can't deal with when people ask me is, oh, can you explain what it's about? And I'm like, no, it's impossible to explain. Like, I literally well, cannot explain can... the challenge to people. She did say, oh, I said, watch one episode, it's, then you'll kind of get it. She's like, yeah, yeah, I'm more than happy to do that. She was actually more excited that I was doing a podcast, to be honest. Did she like very, it? Did very you supportive it? friend. No, oh, she hasn't watched it. This was last oh, week. Sorry. Yeah, oh, yeah. She, she, in with her in a she week might. She might have watched. Yeah. 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 Okay. She um she might have watched it within the week, um, which flew by like like it was four minutes. But um yeah, yeah I'm not sure yet. Um, and I probably now, I probably won't even know next week when we record next week's podcast. Well, okay. So one thing I kind of realized as you were, as you were talking in this, and then I'm going to just kind of follow up a question to you, George. So a lot of people don't, because it is, the challenge has changed a lot in the last five years, even where the competition aspect is much higher on the totem pole than it ever was before. So I think for someone like you, George, who don't now correct me if I'm wrong, you the competition aspect is what drew you, what hooked you to this in the first place, right? Like the act, like the extreme more stuff, like climbing mountains and shit like that is what you were like, like the jumping off cars. You were like, well, this is pretty fucking cool. I like the ones with a twist. I found more interesting. So like the the, the eliminations from War of the Worlds two, which I think are very very good ones were the first things I watched I was instantly hooked but you could have done the same with the War of the Worlds ones ones I would have found those pretty interesting I think if you show me any of the dailies from those two seasons I'm probably going to go check out the show you're okay, right now have you have Final. you gone back and watched the older ones at all like the uh like the Inferno Fresh Meat 2 I've watched uh the Jewel and Inferno 2 as well and I still found those great but I think that's okay but would you show 
Exactly. Would you have watched, continue watching it if that was like the current show? Like, if you know, what I'm, do you get what I'm trying to get at here? I do. You know what? I, I don't want to interrupt that. I think this could be a discussion for another day as far as kind of the evolution of the challenge. Um, but if we're thinking about just going back to how George found it and he was into the competition aspect, going back to this whole, how can the challenge grow its audience and market itself? You found it purely by accident. So I think MTV do a very good job of producing it. I think they do a pretty shocking job of marketing it. So, and here, this goes back to what Levi said though, because it is so hard to explain. When I, when I meet someone new who I'm trying to get into it, and this season, I think I've got like four or five people to like religiously start watching it. Um, I think my friend has spent about 180 quid on challenge seasons. <laughs> You're welcome. Which friend? Because you know I love your friends. Irish Orla. The um, legend that is Irish Orla. Shout out to Irish Orla. Broken her wrist again recently. That girl is made of glass. Um, broke both her ankles during like during lockdown. Very weird. But Wasn't she squatting you... in heels? Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. If you... If you like know what someone's like, so you can tell them the part of the show they will obviously be interested in, which goes back to your point, Brian. Like with me, you tell me about the War of the Worlds one dailies where they're stood on two semi trucks jumping together to hand each other rings, or you show me hall brawl, or you show me balls in or pole wrestle. Um, you then, but it's also got a really big reality TV aspect. So just air. Eh, clips of it during love island love island gets like a million like millions of viewers a week i'm not one of them but show them that side of it show them the competition element in sports events maybe not big ones because it's really expensive but show them that if they'd if they'd shown clips of a challenge during reruns of sport games during covid they would have skyrocketed their um viewership if you do the dating side you may look at that um levi can I just clarify, George, when you say they, you mean CBS slash Viacom? Uh, yes, sorry, yeah. CBS, uh, Viacom, yeah. Okay, so, so I will answer your question. So during last season's, the NBA Finals last season, they showed Double Agents commercials. Ooh. And I thought it was the, because the, the finals are on ABC, so it wasn't even CBS. It was like cross. And I thought that was crazy because it's the first time I've ever seen that. So I think that, somebody else had that you're that's a brilliant idea is what you said is like market the many aspects of it to different pockets do you remember and what the, they showed to advertise it you know what it was that like it was that like the mini trailer that like 15 second one where there was like a bunch of just explosions and tori being like whoa and then it was that so they weren't doing it in that specific way you were saying but you're, that was the first time I saw it during like a sporting event. Nice. Here's yeah. a question. What's your opinion if they put one season exclusive to CBS or they did, what's it called when you put it on both channels? Simulcast. They simulcast Sorry, it yeah. on MTV and CBS for one season and then it went back to only being MTV. Could that work? I don't know, Brian, you know more about the American TV market than myself. Um... I don't think that would make any difference. CBS is the people that watch CBS aren't are like it's older people, I guess. Um, more traditional TV watchers is maybe the better way to say that is who they market to. Um, so I don't think it would be much just cross appeal, regardless of 
you know, what you showed. But I think if they did that same thing on other channels, I think it could work. Like if they showed a, uh, an episode of the challenge on ESPN, you know, like what, what would that do? Would, would, I'm sure there would be some people who'd be like, this ain't sports, but you would get that sort of like people like you, George, sports fans who are like just begging for competition. Well, we um, love sports. You know, that match last night that we've been talking yeah. about. Oh, we all had a great time at the match last night. Um, Here's a question, but it's very expensive. Very expensive. That's a Super Bowl. Run a commercial in the Super Bowl for the season that's starting that week. So season starts on the Wednesday, run the commercial Super Bowl halftime. So it's about three and a half million for a 30 second clip. That was a couple of years ago. I don't know if they've got, that's like three seasons, but no, that's like two seasons of the challenge, basically. They have, let's be honest, they have the money. It's just yeah. more of, are they going to spend it? Yeah. But you're right. That is, that's an, exp- I, I would love it. I mean, I would obviously love it. I would like go crazy for it. But I don't think that like in 30 seconds, as you said earlier, Levi, you had trouble explaining the challenge and you love the challenge. You literally do a podcast about the challenge and you had trouble explaining it. I don't think a 30 second trailer in the commercial is gonna i mean unless you made it so weird that it was like a like it got like the intrigue like a what's that type of intrigue that's why i think they go i think that's why they go clips instead of commercials so you show 20 seconds of jordan and marlon versus ty and leroy you show during the sporting event you show i know jordan rogan nelson hallbrook rogan nelson hallbrook yeah, or like or, the or or like just the the CT Johnny like the backpack thing to show that even or yeah. something like that. But yeah, you're right. That would be interesting. Like, and if you're doing it if, in, if you've got a Big Brother, you if you advertise it during it Big Brother or a dating show, you show the show Carmen Maria and Amanda having yeah. a fight or Jordan and Turbo yeah. with that argument. You, I think showing showing unedited clips of this is actually the goldmine they're missing. Um, God, I also wish they'd stop editing eliminations the way they do. Give me a wide angle lens and let me watch it. So, so you're um, saying, so you're saying unedited clips of just like the pure physical physicality of it, or the no, or like, the drama, or hookups if it's during Are You right, the One right. or a dating show. You tailor I'm it to who watches of, like, the original show. The thing I'm is, to think of one, being one thing that I love about the challenge, and one thing I think they do incredibly is the trailers the trailers for each season are oh unbelievable. my god so to say instead say, of, yeah so to say though I, instead of putting that trailer on we're just going to put this four, 15 second clip of cara having an argument with amanda i think you're missing what really is the selling point of the show i'm not saying they do one or the other i'm saying you do your big both. standard marketing campaign which is the overview of the show and then you do sneak micro attacks of like 20 second clips which will pique people's interest like those micro so, attacks in the uh, final last night so yes. two things <laughs> even a phrase forget <laughs> it every time um, the two things that I want to say is number one you're right about the trailer thing I my running joke for years has been when I'm trying to get, get people into the show is um, the mid-season trailer that they do every year is the best movie every single is my favorite movie of the year every every year 
Like that is, it's unreal. I just saw the episode of the World Worlds 2 one for because I rewatched it for this what if. And I was just like blown away. I was like, oh my God, I can't wait to watch the rest of the season. But to <laughs> what you were saying, so I, I'm, I've been sitting here trying to visualize it of what, like if I didn't know this show, right? Like you just never seen it at all. And you're sitting there and you're watching the game. You're watching the game like last night. And they just showed an unedited hall brawl. Mm. Like, w- would you even have any idea like what the hell is going on? If I they- must say, what a game it was. <laughs> <laughs> if, they, if they showed, you, you wouldn't even need the whole thing, right? You show the clip of Kyle and Theo, two like six foot three plus built men running down a small corridor each other with the very good wide angle they shot if they get at that and you mm-hmm. stop it when they smash into each other and then you have the challenge logo cop up that's premieres april 5th i would go- i would google the show based on that huh. it's, it's interesting not- sorry go on. I- no i just it's like it, it would it, it would definitely pique my interest but and this was kind of another point I was going to bring up, but this, I guess I should just do it now. It's like the fact that it's on MTV, I think is the, it hurts it because I think people have you, there's like a perception when you hear MTV, Uh, at least over here. I don't know what, what MTV like denotes in people's mind over there, but it immediately makes it think it's, a trash reality show or like fake or like scripted it doesn't it doesn't give it any um gravitas it can, it, Ooh, yeah yeah good word yeah it, thank you it carries it carries no weight basically with the general public um so i think that that i think that is honestly one of the biggest obstacles as far as just like the subconscious goes that's a really you know? good point and it also brings up to another one where it is like why do they make it so hard to find? <laughs> like, I, think I don't know. Levi mentioned earlier, it takes us six weeks to get the latest episode in UK. I know there's some people on the Reddit from like Portugal who can't find it anywhere. What about um, that person from Nicaragua who listens to the podcast? Oh no, they get it before the Americans. Um, oh. <laughs> they actually watch, they watch the filming live. Yeah. <laughs> they get a live feed of the filming. Um, Brian pays for them with his UEFA Plus access. That's right. That's right. Now that I'm very wealthy, it was a hell of a week for me. Tell you what. Did you go to the game last night? Yeah, I was there. I was absolutely. I was at. Oh, did I go to the game? Like I was going to miss that. Are you yes, I, I, I saw you in the crowd sitting next to Prince William that's and David it. Beckham and Ed Sheeran. That's it. We were, we were singing the, the song and we were doing the whole thing. Oh, well, yeah. That's a good time. Um, yeah. That yeah. song for the team, one of the two teams that was in it. Can I just go back to a comment that you made, George, um, just before, which was about um, if they put on a little clip with, and then they threw up the logo and then the date. One of the things that Big Brother in the UK used to do really, really well when it came to their marketing was they would start their marketing campaign very, very early on. So they'd start their marketing campaign maybe two months before Big Brother would start. And all they would do is it would literally be a quick flash of something. And then the eye, Big Brother in the UK, the big thing was the eye. And there'd be a quick flash, which would lead to the eye. And you'd straight away go, oh, Big Brother's on its way back. And this was back when it was big before it got shafted channels and then canned. 
But the way that they built up Big Brother was so simple. It was like two second marketing, two second marketing, a week later, three second marketing, a week later, four second marketing, a week later, five second marketing. Um, and they'd start showing you like one of the really big things with, I don't know if you ever watched Big Brother, uh, George, in the UK, but you must have seen from like the media. One of the really big things, people just want to see what the house looked like and the diary room chair. Yeah, I, I think the difference there, it's a really good parallel, but it's not the same comparison because the challenge, the show is so much more complex than Big Brother. Big Brother, you could, I, I've never watched it. Ne probably never will. Uh, I could probably explain that to you in 10 seconds and get it pretty much right. Bunch of wankers in a house, vote each other out, last one in wins money. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, yeah. Our Big Brother is different <laughs> to your Big Brother, Brian. <laughs> I don't watch Big Brother either, so I <laughs> But I, I just If only don't... Lauren was here, she'd get this. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I do see your point, and that's why I think you're almost following that. And I reckon I could describe the four main elements of the challenge that easily. And that's why you focus the marketing on where it will land the best and also make it easier to watch. I really stand by that point. <laughs> I think one of the really big things that they could do as well is there's something to be said about intrigue and mystery. So you do like a, one of those really well edited trailer style, 15 second clips of mm. You know, I think it was in the last trailer for Double Agents, there was a moment and I think Corey said, and it was edited and none of the conversation happened at the same time. But it was like, you know what they're going to do, aren't you? And Tori just go, and you've got this eerie music and then it just goes silent and she goes, they're going to put you two against each other. And honestly, Ooh. the moment she said that, it was like, fucking hell, I'm so excited about this. That's oh, good. Yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff always gets me so jazzed up when I see that yeah. in the trailers. I'm just like, oh, just put it right here. That so gave that go. gave me that gave me tingles. It's not working on someone who's never watched the show. That's true. Problem. They have no context for it. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of it might that. if they're really paying attention, but the problem is you don't pay attention to commercials really unless you, something instantly grabs you or really does. And that's why I think showing these little bits of it you get invested in one side of it then you grow like i now really really like the political side the house drama side really fascinates me um i don't care about hookups at all literally doesn't interest me um but then but i now love like four of the five main facets of the challenge more interesting hookups after levi did that to me with his tongue <laughs> Oh, that's not going to age well. Um, <laughs> Jesus. So how about that football? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's actually interesting you say that because when I was in isolation, um, annoyingly for my friend, he'd come to stay with me just before I got put into isolation. So he then was part of my household. So I gave him the option, do you want to stay? Um, do you want to not stay? You know, there is that risk involved. He said that he wanted to stay. And we got into this conversation. He's someone that I would have never thought would have liked reality TV shows. Mm. Um, but someone that he used to work with had previously been on Love Island. And he said he got really into Love Island when that person went on Love Island. And I kind of went in my head, I think I can introduce him to the challenge here. <laughs> because he, his next thing was, oh, and I love Too Hot to Handle on Netflix. And I was like, I can do this. I, I, I can literally do this. And I went, and he, he does a podcast as well. He's a big Man United fan. So he does a podcast um, about Man United um, who, who weren't playing in the game yesterday because as we know, it's internationals. Um, but yeah, one of the things um, 
that I said was, you know, oh, I really think you'd like the challenge if you like those shows. And he was like, explain it to me. So I, I was like, it's a reality TV competition show. I can't explain it. I have to show you. And he was staying with me for seven days. Um, so I just showed him the first episode of Double Agents. And we got to the end um, where uh, Natalie had just won and she gets given that option who to pick. And he turned to me, he went, well, surely you've got to pick CT, but then if you pick CT, then you're going to have the whole house against you. So <laughs> would it be worth staying with Wes? But a lot of people don't seem to like Wes. Or actually, realistically, actually, a good idea, maybe just steal Leroy. So he and was, I was like, he was I was in. like, I was like, he's got it. And I think the hardest thing to do with the yeah. challenge, because you can't explain it, is to say, just invest one hour and yeah. two minutes without commercials into watching it and then you'll love it. And I think that's the hardest thing because you can't explain it. You have to have them watch an episode. I've had success in every roommate, post-college roommate situation to get my roommate to watch the challenge. Basically like the show would come on and I'd be like, this is my favorite show. Like you just, you can watch it or not. You probably sit here, just watch the first episode with me. If you don't like it, whatever. Never, never once did it not hook them. Well, one time he was like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen and walked away. But every other time it worked out. Was that, and out of interest, was that, was that War of the Worlds 2 when the British team get their bedrooms and all the girls decide to start twerking like they're 12 years old? No, it was uh, War of the Worlds um, 1 actually was when, was when he walked away. Which episode? That was a really good First season. one. He, he wasn't, he's not a reality TV fan. So it just wasn't going to work for him. It just wasn't going to happen. But um, that's it. So to your point, like sometimes you just got to show him. You just got to be like, watch it. But that's hard to do. There's so much stuff going on in a person's life. I could watch every episode of TV like ever made in like three seconds. You know, there's just a lot of options. It's hard to get somebody to commit, you know. Also, also the thing with the challenge too is it's one of those things where it get, it's the more you eat, it's better the more you watch it. So yeah. like... Because you get the backstories. Exactly. By the time you've like, your fourth like season, starting. no matter how good it is, you it's better. It's always just... It only gets better, really. There can well, be I, bad seasons and bad episodes, but it really only gets better the longer you stick with it. Well, that's the thing as well, like with my friend that I was talking about. So we then... He then watched Double Agents for quite... Um, you know, he watched the whole season in a couple of days. And then uh, he said to me, okay, I need to go backwards. What shall I start with? And I was thinking either Dirty 30 or War of the Worlds 1, because I think War of the Worlds 1 was where it becomes cin cinematic. Dirty 30 is really the beginning of the new age. So I said to him, War of the Worlds 1, but I kind of wish I'd said Dirty 30 and he watched a trilogy because the first thing he said was, what's the deal with Hunter and Amanda? Uh, sorry, Hunter and Ashley, why do they hate each other so much? So it's hard. It's like if you decided to start watching Friends seven seasons in yeah yeah right there is another point on that as well though which is so many people watch for the recurring characters mm. you're about to lose sadly we're about to lose ct and wes at some point in the next couple of years right um johnny have we missed I, I don't i don't know i think he might I have a conspiracy had... theory about bananas why he wasn't on double agents you guys want to hear it yeah so on. so i have a theory that he didn't go on because leroy told him it was his last season and he knows that 
him, his mere presence just makes Leroy a target. So he did it as a favor to his buddy to give him his best chance to win. That's my theory. But. That's quite a nice one, actually. Yeah, I like that. If that's true, fair play. Yeah. Sorry, Josh. No, that's a, that's yeah, a no, really... That's my bad, actually. Yeah, sorry. No, that's, a, that's, actually, that's a really good theory. Um, but yeah, sorry. So I think the way this grew so quickly as well is people kept coming back to CT. Those are the most... Lo- and we'll take CT, for example, right? And there's other characters who do this for people. Those people then become the most diehard fans because they're invested. They then tell more people. You're about to lose a shitload of your audiences because some people just watch it for CT. Like, if you look at the Reddit, and I've been scanning that a lot recently because I wanted to get some points for these kind of conversations. And people are like, I don't like the game show anymore. The characters don't interest me. When this person goes, um, I'm not watching anymore. And they're not getting the new characters on to replace that, except Kyle, Devin... Yes, we've done it. We've got him into the podcast. Keep going. <laughs> bingo. I get my, I get my bingo card. Oh, we need to have Redditors react bingo, don't we? <laughs> That'd be great, actually. <laughs> Redditors react drinking game every time they mention uh, Kyle. Drink oh it God, all. we die. Um, but you then, yeah. Uh, Devin. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. Shock. Um, <laughs> people like Amanda as well have probably got the potential for it. People like Ashley, I think, get people coming back. Kara used to Laurel will probably make people come back but they're not creating these new people anymore so they want to need to change how they cast and I'm not saying go down this bigger route but someone did an awesome article on the reddit the other day which was the um which was the how to make like the challenge multiverse and you basically have like fresh meat shows from different countries um and they work their way up to the challenge as like a bit of a tier system I was like sorry tier system um but then no, we can talk about it. it's nearly over ah perfect where you like you have challenge fresh meat becomes an actual brand that people get on it's a smaller prize the automatic winner goes into the main show but the top two to five are in contention and they have to show that good personality that um competitive edge and the ability to like actually be entertaining so and- maybe it's not that you only qualify if you win Maybe it's the winner automatically qualifies and then the producers pick. Yeah, that's what this person said. Winner automatically and then the next two to five are kind of in contention if they think they bring value. So it's essentially almost like a kind of qualifying campaign for the Euros from that big match from last night, which was the final, which started with a qualifying campaign and then moved into the actual Euros. A Europe version, an Asia version, an Africa version, a South American version, all feeding up to the main challenge, which would be pretty... I don't know whether that would get as much viewership, but they'd be very cheap to produce. Maybe you make them a bit cheaper. Hold on. Hold on. But there's the cheapest version of that is already happening, and that's other people making those shows for you, which is what they already do. They're not making the right... You're not getting the right people from them, though. You know what, though? The thing is, is people do say that a lot. And I, I, you are right in that, like, losing... We are going to eventually lose some pretty big personalities that just quite honestly haven't been replaced. But, I mean, are are you just, like... Are those people actually really not going to watch the show? I think some won't. I think some of... It's going to be... Some really, yeah. They're really going to be, like, CT retired, so I'm, I'm retiring... Oh, yeah, because as well. you've got you've got people that have watched it from since C, watched on MTV since CT was on Real World Paris, and they've literally just followed CT. And the only reason they're still watching is because CT's on it. Do you, how many CT people goes, are actually really? There's actually that many people. It, you it, think it, that are? I, in I basically those specific. Do that on TV shows. 
I've not missed a post on that Reddit probably for about a year and a half now because I always go new and always catch up whenever I'm on the toilet. Think about that, guys. Um, that's not but, so. That's where you toilet. read my articles is while you're pooping. Then no, actually, really, yeah. you, yours I read on the train because I want to give them my undivided attention because they're wonderful. Um, but Side note: George team, walked in on me in the toilet about two months ago. It was a wonderful first meeting that I'll treasure forever. <laughs> um, sorry to interrupt, Brian. Do you have a tattoo of a tooth on your inner bicep? I do. Yeah, it's from my mom. She was a dental hygienist, so I oh, keep her. Yeah. I like right. to keep her nice and close, you know. Cool. It's good, like, on this podcast that we've kept with tradition of just massively going off topic all the time. Yeah, true. <laughs> that's actually one of my favourite points. I get frowned upon when I do that on a work call. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, you do get, at least, like, once every couple of weeks, there's someone who's saying, I will stop watching when this person retires. They don't see the point in the show because it's so far away from what it used to be. And I think those people bridge that gap from the old age to the new age, which I find really interesting. I tend to find that I tend to, I tend to not believe those people to tell you the truth. I might be a little more cynical than you maybe, but I, I, I honestly, if you've watched this show for as long as he's been on it and, and, and you haven't found other reasons to like mm-hmm. it, it, that seems like kind of weird that you've been watching it oh, for this long. Sorry. I mean the more, they loved the original, I, they loved the original um, show style. Oh, and okay. Moved away from that, they're now only watching for their favorite characters, and I think that's where you might lose them. So you need to, you. I think to grow it, you need to market it better, and you need to fix your casting problem to get a next wave of people. People will buy into long term. Is it the highest been... rated show on MTV? Uh, or is on it a... just on Wednesday? Well, obviously on a Wednesday. Because, but like, is it, does it rate higher than like Jersey Shore Family Reunion and Catfish and stuff like that? Probably not. Catfish probably, but, well, I don't know, actually, to tell you the truth, because there's not like a a catfish hive that are out there like, fuck yeah, I'm into catfish, you know? No, because they're all too busy catfishing people. (laughs) Um, You know, to your point, I guess, I, I, I guess you're right. If, if people are done with like the way it is and they're literally just hanging on. But I just like, I feel like the challenge is one of those shows where like it has their fans. I think even Devin might have said that on your podcast when he was on with you guys. And he That's said also, that there's actually, like a- that that podcast is still available to listen to on our feed and uh, all your favorite podcasting platforms. Well, there you go. If everyone listened back and, and listened to the point I'm about to steal, but there's um just a group of people that are just going to watch it because it's the challenge like i don't think those people are actually going to go away now yeah. that like are people like i know that you may prefer one style to the other but let's be honest this is just a better show than it was when it was 20 minutes and all happening on a beach i mean it just is like you know you may have preferred one way or the other but as far as like the money behind it and the seriousness and everything like that it's just a better produced show now so like, it's, it's, it would be shocking to me. Some people would be like, this is it for me. I'm out. But they're obviously spending more money on it. So how can they get more eyes on the show is the big I question. Have, I have a, I have one. Can, do I, are we, can I go? Can I say? Yeah, no? please, please, please. The biggest thing that they can do is number one, there's a, it's a twofold, twofold thing. Number one, eradicate spoilers completely get rid of them how is that possible i don't know how i don't know how let him have it it, this leads directly into number two 
allow people to gamble. Allow gambling. Put it on FanDuel. MTV make their own fucking gambling app. How awesome would it be to go to commercial break and be able to put up a fucking $50 on Fessy in a hall, you know, like, or whatever. I feel like that would get, but you can't do it because of spoilers. You just can't do it. Yeah. That is a, but, I love that idea. That is how, so innovative. How hard do you reckon it would be for them to do a season that is essentially being shown, not live, but it's almost being shown kind of two days after everything happens. Like they literally just film that kind of four day period and then put it together and get it out by the Saturday. I mean, it would completely change what the show is. Completely, 100%. It would be, it would be a totally different show if they did that. For well, sure. You couldn't, create, would, you couldn't create your storylines kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I just, you couldn't I show what you want to show. You can be I, as particular about it. Because I don't even see how they can eradicate spoilers. Because you even look at like my personal social accounts. I don't follow challenges, but obviously we have our podcast challenge account. And I've had a few things spoiled for me just based on the way that people are posting on Instagram and things like that. I'm not going to say too much. I'm not going to say who, but you can kind of tell who's, if you know someone, I read casting spoilers, but if you know someone is on the show and they're posting and they're, they're doing lot, uh, what they, what they called the ones, not lives stories. And they're doing Instagram stories in a certain way where they're not in them, but they're posting all those like motivational quotes. And then suddenly four weeks later, they're back in their stories and they're tagging the location, things like that. That's enough of a spoiler for you. But granted, that's only because I read casting spoilers, but I think a lot of people who don't read spoilers read casting spoilers. Yeah, I do. I see. I'm, that's the only kind of spoilers. I, mm. I just look at who's on the cast. That's it. But I don't see names, how you can glance names. I don't either, but I feel like that there's got to be a, there has to be a way. I know I sound like the guy at the work meeting who's got the idea and doesn't have a, a, any ways to do it. And then somebody yeah. else has to be stuck finding figuring it out. But if you want to get eyes on the show, you want people to watch, sports only exist to gamble on. It's the only reason that they exist in the first place. So, like, it's, it's DVR proof. You need a show that's DVR proof. Well, but I mean, I, there was no DVRs in like a Roman Coliseum. Like, no, you no, know, but, we'll... no, but what I'm saying is nowadays, the reason that sports shows get such high ratings and why like shows like American Idol used to get such high ratings was because they were DVR proof. You couldn't watch them at any point other than live because you would 100% be spoiled. So I completely agree with you about eradicating spoilers. I just don't see how it's possible. I don't know how the spoilers get out there and I don't know how you stop them. I mean, it's people, it's people talking. I mean, like if you, if you, if you made it so like it was so punitive to, to get caught releasing spoilers that it was like jail time because it was worth X amount of money because you introduced all this gambling money to it. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how you would do it either. Do, but. do you two know, this is a bit of a side, but it, I did, I found it a different, the other day and I found it really interesting. Do you know what the original rule of six was? Not the COVID one. No, it was the amount of, it was the amount of people you needed in a conversation in prison to make sure that the, um, it couldn't be kept a secret. 
So you weren't allowed to have one guard talk to a like mob boss or organized crime boss by himself. You had to have five because then they couldn't have a conspiracy because some idiot would tell it. That was the original like security from leaks and prison from the rule of six. So maybe was- like maybe you gotta like isolate everybody until the season's over or something. Well, you could do that fun. You know what? Get- Can- it's good that I'm out of isolation now, obviously, um, because otherwise I would not have been pleased with that comment. But just make it so they can't post. I don't know. Like, I, there's, you know, there's got to be something. There's got to be. Brian, I am, I am with you. That would 100% grow a show, and I would absolutely gamble on it. Like, there is. I'd gamble the shit out of it. Oh, my God. I would be so good at it, too. But what you're saying is you would isolate them in, like, a nice hotel and stuff like that. Sure, yeah, yeah, of yeah. course. So, um, if I remember correctly, I know this is kind of going back to to Big Brother UK again. I remember when Big Brother was at the like height of its fame, and they used to um, anyone that was picked on the show, they would take them basically to abroad for two weeks with one of the um, researchers or producers to literally make it so it was impossible for the press to get pictures of them because Big Brother was massive over here. And I remember there was a guy, and you'll have heard of him, George, because he later went on to X Factor and is now a very uh, good and very successful TV presenter, Rylan. Um, he, no, uh, no idea who that is. Oh, he, he's, he's on like this morning. He does loads of daytime TV shows. But yeah, so Rylan basically, when he was much younger, was due to be on Big Brother and his name got put out in the press and they canned him off the show. Then years and years down the line, he did X Factor and then ended up winning Celebrity Big Brother. Oh, nice. Yeah, and now... Um, he's, yeah, he's a very, very nice guy, actually. I've met him before. And he is... Um, he's Maybe very, very... <laughs> no, but he's very, very good at his job. But, but that was kind of more me saying that's what they used to do on shows way back when. I think the problem is what you've got to think as well is you can't really say to a lot of these people, you can't post on social media because it's their yeah. job and their income. And how well, do you, how do you pay them for that? Like, do you fund them for the six weeks they can't post on social media? Listen, if they don't want to, if they want to be on the challenge, then just, they can't post. I don't know. Like you guys are saying like, this is a rut. Like we're taking no, it away. Brian, I am with you. This, this would grow the show and I would love it. It's how it happens is one of the most like tricky yeah. problems to have. Right? Okay. Let, let no, me give an example though, really, Brian. You know, if, if you say to Kyle, you can't post on social media for three months, he loses over a hundred grand in income. Hey, well, I guess we're getting into bigger societal issues here, but um, <laughs> like, I, I think that that's, that's just a silly sentence that you just said out loud to tell you the truth. So yeah, you're it's, right. It's factual, I'm not though, you're that's wrong. the thing. Yeah, no, you're right. You're 100 percent right. You know, I just that that's that's is our is can our roundtable discussion next week be how do you get rid of influences? Yeah, <laughs> now, now we're going to talk about wealth wealth redistribution next on the next episode of Redditors reacting on the. God, I think can I just kind of flip it over to the UK? We've talked a lot about America and and you know how it can be done in America to give a little breakdown of the challenge in the UK. So starts with vendettas. They get, as we talked about last week, uh, they get Kyle, Rogan, Joss, Kaylee, Melissa on. Um, they didn't advertise it. They just put it on. And then after four, five, six or seven episodes, I can't remember which, they just canned it. And they didn't even like continue to put it on the on-demand stuff. They literally took it all off the on-demand stuff 
and they stopped showing it on TV. Okay, then they didn't show War of the Worlds one. Uh, no, sorry, they didn't show Final Reckoning. Then they didn't show War of the Worlds one, which was weird because as much as I don't want to talk about him, Bear is a big name in mm. UK reality TV or was at the time. Um, but then they did show War of the Worlds two. So I almost felt like War of the Worlds 2 became like their second roll of the dice for the UK market. Because what they then did is they brought over Bananas, they brought over Nanny, they had Kyle. Um, who else did they bring over? There was quite a few of them. Oh, hold on, no. No, no, no. They did show War of the Worlds 1 because Ashley Kane was part of the... Um, part of the promo so yeah sorry so they didn't they didn't show a uh, final reckoning and then they started showing war of the worlds one but they only started showing that because of the fact they had bear on and then they had bear georgia ashley kane but were, yeah were theo and georgia big enough names to help with that as well or was it all carried by that georgia was because she'd been on towie and love island oh, yeah. i don't watch these shows but i just know the challenges backgrounds but yeah so they have you bear. do your research because you're in a really good podcaster and i'm not <laughs> <laughs> so they had yeah georgia bear ashley kane kyle uh nanny and bananas basically doing promo all over the uk uh, and then yeah. obviously they filmed the reunion in the uk for that episode then they filmed the reunion of war of the worlds 2 in the uk but it still didn't hit over here and I don't know why. And I just think back to what we said earlier, which is this has been on for over 30 seasons. Stuff happens that has a backstory from three or four seasons ago, or maybe even 10 seasons ago. And it's just hard to follow if you don't know it. Um, and as far as I'm aware now, as I said earlier, it's on like a six or seven week delay. So mm. how can people get into it if they can already see like the British over people? there? Yes, over here it's on a seven-week delay. So if you look at like Kyle's Instagram post when the challenge is on, he's like Instagram storying the same week, episode eight for America, but also episode one for the UK. <laughs> like so an inception still- thing? Like what do you what the hell is going on? What's what are you talking about? Well, I mean, I get it, but like that's so weird. Why? I know, but, Why isn't it but just- also they don't advertise it. You think that they'd stick an advert on it during Geordie Shore if they're getting Geordie Shore people on, or during X on the Beach if they're getting X on the Beach people on. It's just Why do you guys think that is? Because that goes back to what we were talking. Why do you guys think that is that they just like ignore it? So I don't get is, it. I I have a theory. Ooh, like a theory. In the UK. Reality shows where people are, are eliminated has always had like public involvement. It started with Pop Idol, which was the original American Idol. No, sorry, it started with Big Brother. Whereas in our Big Brother, it's different to yours. They nominate, the housemates nominate two people they don't like and then the public vote them out. Um, then American Idol, sorry, Pop Idol, which is your version of American Idol, the public voted. X Factor, Strictly Come Dancing, I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. It's the same reason Survivor didn't work over here. It was on for two seasons, but it just didn't work. And I think it's really down to the fact that we're so ingrained here in the UK that if it is a competition show where people get eliminated and someone wins, we want to make the decisions. And I think that's the problem where it lies in the UK because it goes back to what we said before. It's not a reality show like Geordie Shore, like X on the Beach. It's something that happens and there's a prize. There's like relevance to it and there's reason for it to happening, reason for it to be happening. 
and I think realistically, I think that's why it's never worked in the UK. There's no public involvement. Huh. Really? You really think if that has such that big of a yeah of a how many people yeah. live there? Uh, including children. Yeah, how, what's the population of the UK? I think it's like 65 million. Sorry, it's only because at the moment the UK is only really talking about adults because of the COVID vaccination. Uh, so they're giving adult numbers. But yeah, I think it's 65 million in the UK, 55 million adults. Really? That many people? I didn't know that. Hmm. I mean, that's a lot. That's why um, we had so many COVID cases because we've got quite a dense population. Yeah, you really do. Um, oh, and closely linked. Now we're just talking about geography. This is exciting stuff. Um, well, that's interesting. I mean, I would have never thought that, obviously, because I'm over here. Um, and but that's interesting. I mean, like George, you—I guess you would be the one to answer to comment on that. What densely populated? We've got a lot of fears. No, on what what Levi was saying about the audience participation thing. It's not something I ever really care about. I think he's—it's a good point. Like maybe we won't accept it. For that reason but i think it's a great it, point i'd say it is a great point maybe it's because we're so arrogant we feel like we should be involved in everything like this right mm. but i i don't know i i think it's because we're not aware of it you you poll the number of people in in here who are aware of the challenge i just don't think they've tried to market it and i think that's because it's one on a delay which takes your enjoyment out of it two just not making people just not like publishing publishing it wide enough and I mean, this kind of just brings me full circle. Sorry to interrupt, but I'm now. No, go ahead, mate. I was talk. rambling. But <laughs> just like, what was the point of bringing UK people over if they weren't even gonna show it live? I don't get it. Like, what was but the thought process? I don't. Ven Vendettas wasn't even live. I always thought that what they were going to do was show it in the US on Wednesday night and then show it on the UK on Thursday night, which would have been fine. Like you can't yeah. just show it live in the in the UK because no one would have watched it then. But like one day, because I don't watch it after until after work on a Thursday anyway, I'd just wait three hours and watch the UK version with, with all the swearing in. But the problem but is mean, they, did, were... they didn't wait, do that in Vendettas. Swearing? Yeah. What? Yeah, we get all of it. You get swearing? Yeah, the only what? word we don't get is the C-bomb. They won't put the C-bomb in. Wait, so they don't bleep anything out for you guys? Just what? Yeah. Holy oh, shit! You guys, you just fucking blew my mind. That's sorry. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's why I thought the original Brian, plan was. But essentially, Jesus. like Vendetta, I don't understand how Vendetta's they made that decision to not show it in real time. But then I guess maybe they think. Even... Does not sound guess... like they don't even care? I think maybe they just think that people in Britain don't realize it's actually on in America. So they just assume we're get, getting it when we think we're meant to get it, if that makes sense. <laughs> maybe that's the thought process, but it sounds like they're not even advertising. Like, there's not even like a billboard in like London or whatever. There's just nothing. They've just got nothing yeah. going on. But they put like Geordie Shore and X on the beach all over like buses and bus stops and things like that. So they, they, they put no marketing into it whatsoever. Do we all go down to what the big, what's the biggest way they grow the challenge? One US, one globally. Let's go US, UK, and globally. Ooh, okay. Because we need to think about Brian, we need to think about us, and we need to think about our friend in Nicaragua. 
I think about him a lot. I miss him. Love it. I mean, I love his loyalty. Did you? Do you guys know her? Pardon? Oh, you don't know who? You don't know their name? No, I just know there's there is one listener in Nicaragua. That's but amazing. Do you, know, do, you know, do you know what would absolutely devastate me? If it just turned out it was someone in America using a VPN. <laughs> Bit my entire world a lie. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, okay. So um, I, I, I'm going to go to you, Brian, for this first one. So, Brian, how does MTV grow the challenge in America? Um, it's kind of going to be a generic answer, but just market it like almost at all. Um, I, while it's not as like sparse of a landscape as it seems to be over there, like they, they do just as shitty of a job marketing it over here. I mean, they do their best. Like I said, they had that double agent spot on the NBA finals, but like they don't eat, they just, they, they didn't even used to really tell you it was on, you know, like they even, like it just, the basics is so weird how they just pretend it doesn't exist sometimes, like, except for like when it's on and that's it. There's no month long buildup, like, or anything like that. It's just like the trailer two weeks and then it's on three weeks later, you know, whatever. Um, I think that would just be the biggest thing. Also figure out a way to log gambling. That's it. That's the biggest for me, the largest thing. I mean, really, truly. Yeah. Well, this is the thing as well is if I remember correctly, it took them about 32 seasons to remember they had a YouTube channel. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's like, who's working for them over there? Like, what, what's the, going to, on? To the point that they changed their Twitter bio to, oh, we've just remembered we've got a YouTube channel. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, but I mean, I think that's that's one thing is I think they they think social media is the way to go with the marketing, but it's such whilst people on social media is a large pool, the people that follow the challenge socials is a very core specific pool. And if you're following it, you probably watch it. And if you're not following it, you're not going to see it. Um, George, let, let's go over to you for the UK. How does MTV grow the challenge in the UK? Stink it. Let us watch it like in real time. I mean, I think the rest of it starts to fall into place because you can actually get a bit more out of that marketing. Like Kyle's got one and a half million followers. If you make it easier to watch and sync it, I think you actually originally grow it in the UK that way without much too much effort. I don't want to take the marketing angle because I don't think it works as well in the UK. I think that would crack America. But I think if you sync it up and you let your cast do a bit of the marketing for you, you've, you've got a good shout there to at least grow it to being like a small, sizable almost like a niche fan base who would then grow it organically and then you get the marketing to expedite it but do that first and then when we're talking about globally i'd like us all to talk about this i want to almost piggyback off your idea from earlier george is having localized challenges um one of the things that i remember the ufc were looking at doing was having localized shows that then built up to the big shows and i think Part of the reason I think in the UK it's not worked so much is people know this from the podcast. Brits like to get behind Brits, and if you've oh, only got <laughs> if you've only got four Brits on the cast and they all go early, well then as a UK viewer you're kind of like mm, there's not really anyone that I want to support now unless I don't know you, you've really got into it. And I think what you could do is you do a localized challenge, all UK challenges. 
And then they were, you watch them, you see how amazing they do. And then they qualify for the main challenge, as you said, George. And then people are already behind them because they've seen their journey. Yeah. I mean, what do you, I, what do you think about that, George? I need to dig out, I need to dig out the article of the person whose idea I'm kind of like taking bits of it from. It was really well written. I'll set, put it on the, um, when we post the episode. But today, we'll be posting the episode today on the 12th of July, which it is. Yeah. As we record the 12th of July. Like in four the day minutes, after yeah. the football. In four minutes when we upload it, I'll post it on the, um, <laughs> on the Reddit. Um, but yeah, I, I think that works because you get that like tribalism behind it. And then imagine like the organic social media. If they want to go down the social media route, imagine the buzz off that of like England versus USA on the channel tonight. Oh, actually tonight we've got the Russian Vladimir versus Fessy. Go Russia, go Russia. Um, <laughs> you have like you have the main season being the scary. Challenge World Cup. Basically, yeah, but I, I think I think there's something there to do very very low budget regionalized stuff. Um, like even do even actually Brian, do you believe know you brought back real world in other countries? Like they had real world Paris, but get a couple of the locals on it as well, and that's your challenge oh. link. Maybe that could be quite okay. Cool. So you just stole basically just stole my thunder with my. Oh, idea. sorry, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so he like edits it out. I feel terrible. He looks so sad. <laughs> no editing on this one. I was like, come on, really? That's how you're going to end it? Um, well, so my idea is like, I think that um, one reason that I liked the real world so much was because beyond being a reality show, beyond being like a weird social experiment, beyond being a way to glean something from the human condition, one thing it always was, was one of the best travel shows mm. around. It was always an amazing way to look at a city because they went all over the place. The amount of B-roll shots there would be. Like I learned so much about cities and what they're like just from watching the real world. Like I've never been to a lot of those places, but when I do go, it's like, oh, I remember this from the real world or like whatever, you know, it's like it was a good travel show. So I think one thing that the challenge can do is basically partner with these countries to essentially produce, like use their footage to make like, um, like almost like a travel documentary while they're there. And then that can be shown and in the countries to be like this wild ass American slash international show was filmed here here's the kind of cool stuff they used for these locations and like the cool, you know, they always try to tie in a little bit of history to the show and they can show that. And then maybe that'll get a certain, you know, people be like, Oh, that's cool that they did that here in sort of the way that you guys were saying how if there was like these Brits to attach to, it would be a very provincial thing. I'm sure if people in Thailand knew how connected Thailand was to this show yeah. and how many seasons yeah. they've done there, there might be something there where they're like, oh, that's pretty cool. Like, you know, oh, my dad works down over there, you know, whatever. So I think that they could, I think that's a real, what is like a little bit of an out of the box way. Mm. I mean, they're already got the cameras there. They're already doing this stuff anyway. You know, it's not like, I mean, they could use all the B, same B-roll they use in the actual show. But just, you know, spend and a little extra effort to sort of basically create a travel documentary. 
essentially. I think just people like to watch shows that they feel is theirs. So, for example, Jersey Shore did all right over here, didn't do great. Then we, not we, I didn't do it, but we, the UK, UKMTV bought the format rights and created Geordie Shore, and Geordie Shore was massive. Um, same way X on the Beach started in the UK. America didn't show our version of X on the Beach. They created their own. And I think that's essentially, I think what they have to start doing is they have to start regionalizing it and then having the big international series as well. But now we're, now you're, I mean, that's a good idea. I mean, obviously I'm all for any and all challenge content. Give me all of it. The challenge can be on every week. Like, I honestly don't give a shit. You know, I'm people who say seasons are too long. Honestly, to me, I've never thought a season was too long. <laughs> that means there's an episode of the challenge that week. Honestly, it's a very simple, sort of sophomoric view of it, but it's the truth. So then, what, but what you're doing there is you're just like, it, you're, you're, you're splintering it a lot. Like, how many, how many, like, ideas for a challenge are there really and so if you're producing four at the same time i mean eventually aren't you like kind of just watering it down a little bit I'm, like i'm thinking these would be much shorter seasons these little feeder ones like i think maybe like eight episodes and a final or six mm -hmm. and then a final um you have guys and girls every week potentially. I think I agree with you, Brian, because there are some people who get really annoyed about not having seen the original shows that people are on. And like, oh, I have to go look at is there I don't know, like something from Poland to see who the latest competitors are, or something from like I saw that person's name and I my yeah. eyes glazed over. <laughs> but like I don't know what you're talking about, and neither do any of our listeners. Gotcha. <laughs> um <laughs> I tried to I tried to dig myself out of that and did a really terrible job of it. But it's like they then have to go look at their content. Whereas if you had like a bite-sized version of a challenge, which you could binge in six weeks and was just like started off with and was 12 of each gender, um, I, I think that could work because you get enough of the personality from filming them for six weeks. You know who goes on. You get a bit of a mini product out of it and it's not actually a massive thing to watch. But also the challenge isn't made by the challenges. The challenge is made by the people that are on the challenge. So it's, people will watch it because they're invested in the people as well as enjoying yeah. the challenges and the drama and the eliminations. Also, so, we use them from like the fifth season, which people miss. Let them have some of the fun ones back. Mm. Well, like, but like, hold on, let me ask you, though, who's watching that show? Which other show? than already challenge fan like so they if they made this show like who's watching it other than challenge fans already like who it's, it's, why would anybody turn because it on? Like, why would anyone watch it loads of people will see it as a new show it's no different to seeing that oh this show's coming out and then all the you actually put marketing behind it you say it's it's a spin-off of a a huge show in america the winner of this qualifies to go to the american but do you know what i mean people will watch it and i think ultimately i see brian's point there why wouldn't you just market the big one because you need to get it's it's that idea of you you start small to get yeah big. you get people I mean, into it like for, for example i tried to get someone into the challenge and they were like i can't commit to watching this many episodes i said oh okay well there's a thing called champs versus stars watch that 
lot shorter. They watched it. They were like, this is so good. Where can I see more? I was like, you remember that series that I told you to watch? They were like, yeah. just watch it. <laughs> I said, okay, but would they, so let's pretend, for example, let's use that. Because you're right, that's like a way, you're, that was a good good pivot by you to just have them watch that. Um, but like, would they have watched that if it was like marketed and like on a network that it was accessible and it was like, and it was marketed as like, here's some celebrities and here's these people from this other show. Like, would anybody have watched that as like a standalone thing? Do you get what I'm saying? Like, who watched Champs for Stars other than Challenge fans already? But what I'm saying is like, you can't, how are you drawing eyes to that as like an original thing? Because you're, you're doing it as original. You're not doing Champs versus Stars. You're doing a proper challenge, slightly lower budget as a UK show. Like, okay, so for example, um, Nam's show, Ultimate Beastmaster, they had one version of Ultimate Beastmaster which they put out on Netflix to loads and loads of different countries that had their own um, tailored commentators with their own tailored specifically filmed bits. Um, and it did well in those markets, but they also put out the international version. So uh, you could watch on UK Netflix, you could watch Ultimate Beastmaster, which was the version with the UK commentators and the UK presenters, but you could also watch Ultimate Beastmaster US presenters, Brazilian presenters, et cetera, et cetera. It was the same show, but people aren't going to watch it because it doesn't feel like their show, if that makes sense. It's not localized towards them. It's not localized content. By creating a Challenge UK, you're creating this localized content with the exact same format, but it's a new show. And you're saying, this is our show. This is our British show. People watch it. They're like, I love this show. I love these people in it. I wish I could see more. Boom, straight after the British show, you bring out the main show. The Challenge New Zealand, by the way, is going to be the undefeated champions for about 15 years if this happens. Why? Because they're the only country that's allowed near each other at the moment. <laughs> Good point. No, I meant they've got Maori as their native ones and they're terrifying and no one is touching them in a physical competition. <laughs> but do, do you see where I I'm mean, coming from, Brian? I asked, no, you're, the thing is, is you're, you guys are right and, and I would love if this happened. So the truth, like if this had this idea took off and this was a thing, I'd watch all of it. I'd watch the UK version. I'd watch, I'd watch the Spain version. I'd watch every version. Um, I just like what, but it's like that makes no. Imagine, okay, so so imagine fiscal if, sense though. Like if you're making this show, it's like you're already making the challenge. Just promote that better. Okay, so your point is right. Like it's a provincial thing. You get. The Brits behind the Brits and this behind this, but but sometimes it's not about how it's promoted. It's about making people care about it. So, yeah. for example, you remember Alan from War of the Worlds one from Telenovos. Imagine do. if he wasn't from Telenovos and he was a qualifier from the Challenge Mexico. People would have watched the Challenge Mexico in Mexico because they, they love the idea that this is their version of the challenge. And they might not have heard of the challenge before, but they just know this is a Mexican show that's really exciting. They see Alan win, and then he goes on to the main challenge. They go, oh, Alan from the Challenge Mexico. Oh, he'll do amazing on this, as opposed to Alan from Telenova soap operas. Well, basically, if they market it, if they market the big challenge everywhere, you'll get, and they do it well, you'll get a bump. 
but it will be this and then probably tail off a bit then stabilize if you do this it's like tiny rises but they get bigger and bigger and bigger and hopefully you get enough new characters in the show who's really good you like scale it forever i actually see levi's point there it's the, it's a long-term play which means they very long term and it would probably work and it would be but again i just the watering down part of it like what you're saying is like how many did i i don't know again i would watch it all and i would love it and i maybe i'm just projecting my own like viewing habits and whatever and like my own feelings towards it but i just like right do you want the good news? does the pool need to be that big i guess Gambling regulations are looser over here. <laughs> I know. It's great. What do you mean? Why do you think you guys all love fucking football so much? It's because you're all drunk and have money on it. What are you guys talking about? Oh well, we, we certainly loved watching it last night. And do you know what? <laughs> I think I think now is the time for us to wrap this up um, because I want to go and watch those highlights on YouTube. Um, but yeah, you know, I think it, it's an interesting conversation. <laughs> it's an interesting conversation. And thanks George for kind of bringing it to the, to the table, the round table, um, because I think we've had, we've had some interesting debates here and you can continue that conversation over on the challenge subreddit. Um, if you want to follow us over on our socials, Instagram, Twitter, at challenge react we will be back again next week with the third episode of this mini series of the challenge redditors react roundtable off-season podcast um but until next week take care and we hope you come back next week for another episode of redditors react roundtable